Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Sal Sports and Stuff podcast. It's been a little while since we chatted and going to get right into it today. My guest is John Feliciano. He is an offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills. He's been playing both guard and center. And really, he's been front and center since center Mitch Morris has been out in concussion protocol since basically the first couple of days of practice. I thought Feliciano played really well in his time at center. Uh, It was interesting talking to him after the first preseason game when he told me that a lot less to think about at center with the Bills than where he came from with the Raiders, uh, with all the things that Josh can do, Josh Allen that is, and the freedom he has to run the offense and how much he can really help the offensive line. But even at guard, I think John has acclimated himself really well. He seems like he really enjoys playing in Buffalo, and I think you're going to like what he says about Josh Allen, about playing in Buffalo, and about his life in particular and some of the things that are going on outside of football. Very interesting guest here, John Feliciano. We're going to talk more about the Bills as it gets closer to the regular season. Of course, not far away, the first game at the New York Jets on September 8th. So here is John Feliciano, the offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills. Thanks for tuning in to the Sal Sports and Stuff podcast. As always, please remember to download, subscribe to the Sal Sports and Stuff podcast. And why don't you throw me a nice review over there on iTunes or wherever else, wherever else you are listening. Thanks a lot once again. Here's John Feliciano. All right, John, just tell me, um, you know, how everything's been going with the O-line shuffle. Obviously, um, not just from your perspective, but just kind of everybody that you see in and out and everything that you guys have had to work through a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's a benefit to be able to have a, three or four guys that can legitly switch positions at any moment. Um, I, mean, I did it my whole career in Oakland. Uh, it wasn't a big deal for me, and, and being around these guys, uh, Spence and Cody and, and, and Q, uh, they seem to do the same thing. They, they, no, no sweat off their back. When did you start playing other positions? Like, were you always a guy who played all the positions, or were you one guy and then had to do it when you got to the NFL or college? Yeah, my uh, so I redshirted my first year at Miami. Then the second year we had Brandon Linder starting at right guard, uh, and at that time Harlan Gunn at left guard, and there wasn't a real spot for me at guard. Uh, our center was Tyler Horn, and you know, I took it upon myself, started doing right tackle reps in one-on-one, and I was just, you know, in, in Coach Kehoe's ear at the moment, you know, just trying to just trying to get on the field and uh, started playing well at right tackle. And then it started from right tackle. I started at right tackle my retro freshman year. Then I went to left guard that next year uh, and bounced out to tackle whenever they needed me. Um, I played one game at left tackle in my senior year. So, I mean, I was just trying to get on, stay on the field. So what's the biggest kind of difference for the average fan that you could kind of, you know, dumb it down for everybody and say the biggest difference between the three spots, meaning center, guard, and tackle? Center, usually you're uncovered. So center is more just mental, um, just calling out the defense and getting into the block second so you're not taking much of a banging. Guard, everything happens the quickest at guard because and you're dealing with bigger, stronger dudes. And then at tackle, you're kind of on an island, and and things happen slower. Um, so knowing, you know, the the DNs have more time to to rush, think of a rush move, and you have to deal with all that. Do you kind of prefer? Do you feel more comfortable anywhere? Are you okay with everywhere? Um, I'm, guard is where I played the most, uh, but I'm very comfortable at guard or center. 
When you were in Oakland, did you um, was it frustrating not being like a normal starter? You're behind some good players, obviously, mm-hmm. but you know, like how much were you itching it on the field, and how much did that weigh into you saying maybe I need to look for an opportunity elsewhere? Yeah, um, there's definitely days that it was it was easier to cope with, uh, but a lot of frustrations, especially on game day, when you know you're sitting on the bench, you can't really do anything. Uh, I even try to try to play some tackle there, and that didn't work out. So, but uh, I'm, I was just really happy when I got into free agency and, and the Bills were offering, you know, a, a, a opportunity to compete to start and and that's all I needed. Did you have anywhere else that you looked at that you even considered going besides Buffalo? Uh, there was a couple teams before uh, and then when Buffalo, when, when Buffalo became an option, it was, you know, instantly the number one spot. And I think you said Bobby Johnson was a reason for that. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, um, I was with Bobby for three years in Oakland. And he would always – he ran the goal, the goal line there, so he would always, you know, put me in and, you know, make a little plays for me. And we always had, like, a relationship after that, you know, just me beating my butt. Throw the ball at all in those situations? Yeah, I, I, went, out, I went out for a route like three times. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that little thing, you know, we just kept – we built a relationship off of that, and, and it was a no-brainer when I got the call. Five years in the league, you've experienced starting, you've experienced – not starting, you've experienced free agency. What have you learned about this job, this business? Uh, everywhere is different. Um, coming in, I didn't know anybody here. Uh, I knew Zoe, but me and Zoe were together my rookie year for a couple weeks, I, I believe. Um, but it was just different, um, good different. Uh, I was getting FaceTimes from freaking Dayball <laughs> and never – Never got a call from a coach before, and you know everyone here. It's truly a family. You know a lot of places say say that, um, but what we have here is genuine, and and it's really it makes coming to work so much better. Do you have any uh, defensive linemen that uh, you're kind of looking to play this this coming season on the schedule? Guys, you either come familiarize yourself with, or that you've seen from afar that you want to challenge yourself against. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know week one. Every week you got somebody. I know week one. Uh, Henry Anderson's there. Um, we uh, train together at IMG, so I know him. The next week after that is the Giants. Uh, my guy Olson Pierre's there. Went to went to school with him. Um, and then Cincinnati after that, and you know Gino. So uh, every week there's someone that you know you get excited to play against. Do you keep tabs on your former team, especially Hard Knocks? They're going right now. I'm. I'm watching it. I'm in- interested in what's happening, and you know, how are you going through that process of watching that? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I sent out a tweet before uh, they announced who who was going to be, and I was like, "It's gonna be a shame. It's gonna be stealing from the fans if, if they don't let Oakland be on it." So, I had that DVR. I'm watching it. Uh, I can't wait. Was well, today right? Tonight? Is uh, it tu- I, I think it's it. Tuesdays. Yeah, it might be. I'm not sure. I just watch it usually after it's come out a little bit because we've been on the road so much. It's been it's been hard. I can't wait. Um, I, I look forward to it every. What is it like playing for John Gruden? Different. Yeah. Um. It's different. Uh, I I really enjoyed my time with Cable. Uh, coach Cable is a great coach and a great guy, and um, you know I. I I miss I miss being around the guys. Over there. You, yeah. make, you make good friends, and and you know I talk to them all the time. I give them so much crap on hard knocks. So, uh, but it was different. All right, Ed Oliver, you go against him every day. In a way, tell me what he's going to be like in the NFL. <laughs> Ed's one of those players you hate at practice. You know, first first uh, 
OTAs and and first few weeks of camp, and we're really you know in the dog days of camp and going against each other. Uh, you just know you got to come there to work every day because Ed's one of those guys that you know, he he just goes hard, twenty hundred percent every play, and and freaking this tall and freaking strong and 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 he's gonna be a load. I'm excited to see what he does. Um, I'm not going to ask you to compare Josh with Derek, but at least you've seen a young quarterback go from year one to year four. I think you were there probably Derek's rookie year. Oh, his second year. Second second year. Okay, year. so now you're going through this again with Josh. You know, you, What do you see in Josh? And even if you can maybe remember back to where Derek came from and how they grow, how these guys grow. Well, they're two very different different people uh, personality-wise. Derek's, uh, you know, Derek's um, super good dude, super nice dude. Uh and then you come to and Josh, good dude too, but he's just, you know, he's just so funny. He's so fun to be around, you know. Uh, Derek, a little more serious, maybe. Derek, yeah, yeah. They're just two different guys. Uh, Josh, <laughs> Josh is unlike any quarterback I've been around. Um, there he is. He <laughs> he doesn't act like a quarterback. Talking about you. Talking about yeah, I'm talking about how you're not like Derek. <laughs> see, like he's just—he's honestly. He just gave him a little move, by the way. He can't see this on uh, radio, obviously. <laughs> he's like one of the guys, and um, but when he gets out there, it, his you see it in his eyes. Things just change. Do you yeah. like? Is it unquestioned that Josh is the leader? When we get in the huddle, he's the leader, and you know, and he has that persona, and you respect him that way. Yeah, hundred percent. You would never think he's a second-year guy, you know. Right. Um, just the way he carries himself and the confidence he just exudes is just it, it makes you like makes O lineman want to play for him a little harder. Just just to know that he's the play is never over with him. You know he he's gonna give give 100 percent of himself all the time. Like when he was scrambling in, in the first train in the first uh, game, and I was like Josh, preseason buddy. Like <laughs> and there's like that's that's like that's what he does. You know that's Josh. So. It's, it's just funny. All right, enough of this football stuff. Let's talk about you. Um, so I'm told you um, actually like writing and designing games. You've partnered with eSports, Wombo Sports. Uh, what is all this about? Well, I like to write. Um, and I like to play video games. And uh, they're just growing up, just games that I liked and figured I can do things better, make, make that I would like more. So, um, yeah, man, I just – on my free time, I just like to write and write. Like, what what do you write? Stories, like kind of like, like background it, stories, like. Does it uh, have to do with gaming or football or life? Uh, all of the above, okay. depending on the mood, um, depending on what I'm going through too. You know, yeah. uh, throughout the season, a lot of things happen. Uh, you, you know, you got family stuff, you got football stuff, and taking the time out, you know, maybe like 30 minutes an hour. Just to write down your feelings or write down whatever you got going, it uh, it definitely helps. You, so you keep kind of a journal, like every day. Do you do you make sure you enter something every day? You refer back to it? No, nah, not like every day. It's just kind of like things build up, and there's times where like, all right, I need to sit down and and jot some things out, or or you know, write something down on my phone to wake up to the next morning, just to keep me going. You know. What do you like besides uh, football? Any other sports you're into? I'm a big basketball guy. Okay. Uh, Who's the team? Miami Heat. All right. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, we're doing <laughs> through, going through a couple <laughs> some down years right now, but still a Heat lifer. Uh, but basketball was my, my my number one sport growing up. Um, and then 
You're into UFC too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the UFC. That might be a second career. Really? Yeah. Do you think about actually getting in the ring when you're done with football? Yeah. Maybe even when you're playing football. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> one of the, one of my buddies is uh, he is an aspiring fighter. He was actually on uh, Ultimate Fighter and and Dana White's Contender Series. So uh, I talked and I grew up with him. You know, I, I played football with him and his brother. Who's that? Uh, Jamie Alvarez. Okay. I don't uh, know the names very yeah, well. Yeah, I don't yeah. follow the sport that much, but uh -huh. I see the big names during the yeah. big fights and yeah. stuff like that. So I got another. I got a, and then another kid that. I grew up with named Miguel Baiza. Okay. He literally just was on the Contender Series and won and got himself a contract with the UFC. So like, like I don't know. It's just I love the the art of it, the the ground game and 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 just the tech techniques and striking. It's just it's just beautiful for me. Why? Like, what about it wants you to do it though? I mean, there's one thing to watch it and say this is really cool. Like, you got to be you got a certain mentality to want to yeah. do that, John. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's why I play football. Yeah. I mean, I like hitting people okay. and not getting in trouble <laughs> for it. Um, but go if I would do UFC, it's more I, I like just the whole just foundation of it. The the it's just humbling, you know. Yeah, sure. Especially going into something you don't know nothing about is humbling, and to be able to you know I'm. I'm, we're good at football. All football players are, you know, at this level. It, 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 it's it's humbling to go go somewhere when you like you don't know anything and you're not the best at it. So pre-game, you put the headphones on. What are you listening to? Oof. Um, so before I go out, the last two songs I always listen to is uh, "Born Sinner" by J. Cole, and that's uh, and just a uh, ode to my friend Sean. That passed away a couple years ago. That was our song, and then right before I go out, I listen to "Your Hand in Mine." It's uh, the song from Friday Night Lights, and uh, every time I listen to that song, it's just there's no lyrics. It's just the, the the beat, and I drop a tear almost every game. What happened to Sean? Tell me about him. Um, actually, August 18th, so a couple the anniversary, a couple of days ago, um, 2016. He uh, it was a late night. He he went out drinking and and ended up crashing into a canal and uh he was in a, a coma fighting for his life until december 23rd of uh, 2016 so um yeah that, that's always weighing heavy on my heart um how did you know him and how long did you know him? uh he was my best friend for 15 years um growing up he lived with me for a few months and then i lived with him and his family uh during high school years when uh, i was homeless and uh Ended up staying with him, and and it's just he was always there. Tell me about the homeless part a little bit. Uh, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> um, when I was in a tenth grade and eleventh grade, um, we lost our trailer, and uh, my family moved back to New York, and you know I wanted to go to Miami, and didn't think uh, Miami would look at a, a lineman from New York. Thought it was easy; it would be easier to get my foot in the door if I stay local. And it was, and uh, I ended up living with uh, Sean and his family for the majority of the time. I uh, know you like to cook, you like to grill. Is that because, you know, your family have to kind of help provide, things like that? I mean, what, what, what's a better way to spend time with right. people than throwing on something on the grill and maybe having a beer or something? Yeah, no doubt about it. What do you like to cook? What do you like to grill? Uh, anything. I mean, give me any meat and, and I'm <laughs> throwing it on the grill. <laughs>
All right, so tell me about Buffalo here. It's, I mean, today we're doing this so people know it's like 85 degrees outside. That's going to change in a couple months, John. <laughs> What's it going to be like for a guy down in Miami and uh, here now played in Oakland here in Buffalo? It's going to be different. I mean, I'm not going to lie, but, I mean, my family was born or, or lived in New York, and I, I always went to – I always had Christmas in New York growing up. So, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for a white Christmas. You should be excited these fans go crazy when it gets colder. I think the colder it gets, the crazier the fans get here. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait, dude. After, after the <laughs> they first... got to stay warm somehow, John, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> after the first preseason game, I was like, dude, I, I can't wait for the season to see these fans. But, uh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm, so, I'm so excited. Tell me about your family. Um, well, like what? Your wife, kids? Yeah, yeah, I, got, I got a wife and a little two-year-old girl who, who runs the household, man. What's uh, her name? Sean. Yeah, I named her after, after my friend uh, Sean Cole. So, I uh, it, it's having a kid is definitely definitely life changing and uh, makes you vulnerable, very vulnerable. You know, yeah. anything happens to a little girl is just it's just heartbreaking. I have a five year old myself. I know what you mean. Um, as I'm doing this this morning, one of our uh, one of my colleagues on the radio just announced him and his wife are having quadruplets. They're having four. Can you imagine that? Oh, my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, how do you poor. do that? How, I, one is enough. Yeah. yeah. I know. Four? Yeah, four. Going from zero to four, by the way. Don't have any right now. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. All right. Um, I appreciate you doing this. And, um, you know, just kind of, if you have anything going on, you're, I know you're partnering with, um, what is it, Green Mountain Grills? You know, what's yeah. what's that all about? Um, just, I always wanted one of their uh, 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 grills and, and the pellet grills. And it's honestly the best grill I've ever had. And it's just so easy to use. You literally plug it in, and you can run everything off your phone. And it's like you can mistake-free on that thing. All right, thanks to John Feliciano for joining me on this Sal Sports and Stuff podcast. Really interesting guy, great to talk to. Thank you for listening, downloading, subscribing, however you're listening, whether that's at WGR550.com or via the iTunes store or somewhere else where you've found this podcast. Make sure you please subscribe and also throw a nice review on there if you can, okay? Sal Capaccio here. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll talk to you again next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.